0: Uh-oh. All
1: right, what's good? What's good? What's good to everybody? It's Sports Talk America. <laughs> it's your boy, Mr. Franchise, aka thatdude.com, aka the great sports analyst to ever bless Sports Wave. Welcoming everyone to another week of the NBS show on Nothing But Sports Central.
0: I'd like to apologize for last week, because last week he wasn't on.
1: My apologies for last week. We had some difficulties scheduling-wise, but we're back, okay? And I have my co-host with me from Walker, Texas.
0: Walker, now hold on, Walker, Ranger, Texas. We're we're not watching Chuck Norris today. What are we doing here? (laughs)
1: Look from Ranger Texas but he is originally from Rain, Louisiana. Yes sir. All right. Home of great food, great Boudin and the frog capital of the world. And the frog capital of the world. My god, just Justin Martin. Was good Justin.
0: Well, that's good man. First and foremost, I can't start a show today on 11/11 without saying happy veterans day to all our veterans. Uh thank without you, without you. our veterans Without our Thank veterans, we couldn't do things like we're doing today. We wouldn't have the freedoms we have today for our freedom of speech, freedom—you know—all of our are things that we take for granted. It's all because of, of veterans. So, uh, first and foremost, Happy Veterans Day, uh, and and we really appreciate everyone's service who, who's ever been in the armed service.
1: So, Justin, I don't know if you know this, but um, I am a ten-year naval veteran myself. Thank you. Yes sir. Um, I'm I'm not a guy that usually goes out and gets the free food. I'm more of a guy that just appreciates the good thank yous and the, you know um, being able to reminisce with some of my some of my good friends and uh, shipmates and battle buddies that I was able to work with over the years and mm-hmm. still work with to some extent. So um yeah man, happy Veterans Day to everybody man. I, yes sir. You know many memories man, many memories blessings. Blessings to all those who I've served with and continue to serve. All right. Well, we thank so, you. We thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh so let's go ahead and get into um get into the show. So tonight we're gonna get into some college football. We're gonna get to, we're gonna talk some Heisman. We're gonna um talk about some NFL. And we're gonna get into some breaking news about an NBA star possibly on the move. But first, Uh-oh. oh e- exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh, o- o- is great. So, with that being said, let's get right into the show. College football, big upset this week, huge win, Notre Dame over Clemson in overtime, forty-seven to forty. With that big, with that big win, does Notre Dame have a shot to win the national title?
0: I mean, they have a shot. I mean, because right now where they're ranked their number two team in the nation, Um, I think we both know that that was a fluke win. You know, when you you beat a team without their greatest player, without, you know, the Heisman front runner, as far as I'm concerned, the, the unanimous number one pick in the draft, one of the greatest quarterbacks to come out of college football in the last decade, and you beat a team. And you had to take it to overtime to do that without him. It's not going to happen again. It's not going to happen again. I I, I see that uh, Notre Dame does have a pretty easy schedule coming up. Uh, They got Boston College, North Carolina. I think North Carolina could give them a scare. I, I, you know, okay. people are sleeping on North Carolina. They were, they were our top 10 oh, team in okay. the, the season. They've, they've fallen off, but let's not pretend like they're not the same team they were, you know, beginning of the season. So okay. they could give them trouble. Uh, and then they finished the season off with, uh, with, with, uh, Syracuse, which I, I, I don't see Syracuse giving them trouble. I mean, we, we may, we may, but we'll see. But at the end, they still got to play Clemson again. And with, Trevor Lawrence. And, man, let's be honest, it's not going to go down like that like it did the first game. Trevor Lawrence is going to light them up. Notre Dame, I mean, it's all nice. They they, they look nice. They're they're a historic team. Everybody loves Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, you know, Rudy. But come on, man. They're, they're They're not Alabama. They're not Clemson. And they're not Ohio State.
1: Justin, okay. Are are you are you done, or is you? I'm are, done. Are you through? I mean, I'm through. I, you know, you know. Look, man. I, before I begin, man, you know, because it's Veterans Day, right? And you know, I I definitely okay. Whenever I speak to you, you know, I'm gonna break out the your day, you know, and and uh, you know,
0: so is that a of God wearing
1: on? It is. It is a Saints beanie, you know. And I'm going to break it out as I spit my facts because I think you, I, you know, first of all, I should have wore this before we started because my ears were killing me as you were talking (laughs) about this jibber jab. Okay. All right. Notre Dame played a very good game. Now, their defense is suspect, but their offense is spot on point. Uh, They ran the football very well. Um, Ian Pook. Yo, he is a dog, certified dog, both running and passing the football. Clemson was exposed. Clemson was exposed. I told you two weeks ago that Clemson is a fraud.
0: I told you. Okay, you told me two weeks ago when, when Trevor Lawrence that was – Trevor Lawrence's last game. He, since those two weeks, he has to play a game. So, yes, well a suspect. We, and, you know,
1: and, and, and I was the one that said Trevor Lawrence will not win the Heisman.
0: Oh, we, we, ha- we have a conversation about that later on in the show, by the way.
1: We'll get there. We'll get then, there. Then I say Trevor Lawrence will not win the Heisman. We'll
0: have that conversation.
1: I, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> back, back to what I was saying. Listen, Clemson... In my opinion, it's done. Trevor and Russ or not, they're done. D- done. They're done. Done. D-O-N-E. Done. Finished.
0: <laughs> Come okay? on, man.
1: No chance whatsoever. Okay? No chance? They will not let a one loss. Listen, check this out. Notre Dame has a great chance to get into the college football playoff. They really do. Okay, now granted, North Carolina is scary. Mac Brown gets his guys going for big games like that, and mm-hmm. that could be the trap. Also, Syracuse played um, Clemson very close for three quarters and then got blasted. What I'm trying to mm-hmm. say is there are trap games on Notre Dame's schedule. I'm not saying that I, I, I will say I like Notre Dame to possibly win out, it would be a nice story, right? However, don't be surprised if they get clipped. And also, I think this might be the year that a team outside the Power Five gets in. It's time. BYU, Cincinnati, one of you two need to get in. One of you two.
0: I think Clemson losing like this hurts their chance. Because they're going to put in a one-loss Clemson team over an undefeated Got Cincinnati it. team.
1: You're 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 hurting my ears. Okay.
0: I mean the truth hurts. I understand the truth hurts, yes, but you yes, know.
1: Yes, yes. Your truth is bleeding is bleeding out of my ear. So, what I'm trying to get, I, I totally, uh, I, I it hurts a little, but it does. It hurts for for a team like those two teams. But it does help, like uh, Texas A&M, who's only lost to Alabama. Okay, one loss Texas A&M. I'd rather take a one I'd rather take the one loss Texas A&M over one loss Clemson. Or potentially two loss Clemson because they're going to lose in the ACC championship game. I right. market book it, I'm calling it. The crystal ball is out. Oh! they will lose in the ACC championship game. I'm guaranteeing it.
0: Guaranteeing Guarantee it.
1: it. And if anybody would like to rebuttal me or, or um, place a uh, significant wager on this, you know my number. You know who I am on Facebook, Instagram. I don't have an OnlyFans account um, Twitter. <laughs> so with that being said, you can contact me.
0: Oh, okay. we can bet we can bet some, some lake of from the best stop and scott. We
1: will we, we yes. You know what, Justin? <laughs> Look, we we could bet we 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 could bet uh about five pounds worth of boo from best stop over this. Five ten pounds, five to ten pounds. <laughs> we can bet that. We'll talk about that offline. We'll because talk about like it. Like I said, I, I just don't see Clemson um making it into the uh into the uh the, the playoff. I like Notre Dame's chances, especially if they could run the table. Um, if let's just say they do get, let's say they run the table in the regular season and they have to go against Clemson. I think their chances of getting in, if they lose, is still just as good as them winning, because the one loss is to the same team you beat, which is Clemson. See what I'm saying? Clemson needs that. Double. Clemson, this is what Clemson needs. Clemson needs Notre Dame to lose one, like at least two games, to solidify themselves.
0: At least two games. They only at have three games, games left. They need to lose two. Oh come on, man! Come I know on, it's not man. gonna happen. Come on, man!
1: I know it's not gonna happen. But that's what Clemson needs from Notre Dame. But I know it's not gonna happen. Okay. So let's move right along. Today, who is your Heisman candidate?
0: <laughs> well, I, I got the same theme going on here. Oh, I know boy. people. I know how people have 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 put him down. Vegas has dropped him down to like third or fourth now in the Heisman Trophy odds, but it's still Trevor Lawrence, as far as I'm concerned. At hey, the end did. of the day. Yes, at the end of the day, when Trevor Lawrence was on the field, Clemson was beating teams by an average of 34.5 points a game. Average. When he's not on the field, they won by 14 over a sorry Boston College, and they lost by seven against Notre Dame. That's how great this guy is. That you go from 35 points a game, that's how bad you're beating teams, to all of a sudden becoming average, nothing. This guy has shown with his absence how great he is more than he has on the field because his team is no longer the powerhouse that they were. They were beating teams by 60 points earlier in the season. This guy, he is the greatest he's the greatest college football quarterback to come out in the last 10 years. And I'm putting that over Joe Burrow. Get out, of
1: here. Get out of here. No, there's no way. Are you serious? The last 10 years. Yes. Last 10 years. No way, man. No,
0: no, 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 no. He could, he Never. could have been the number one pick last year. He's going to be the number one pick this year. And if he wants to stay another year, he'll be a number one pick next year okay so so
1: i'm gonna give my heisman candidate right now up to this point and that's justin fields um justin fields is playing some very good football um he was very very impressive this past weekend versus penn state also versus Rutgers. um this dude's completion percentage is um one of the best um, probably well, I think it's like 86% completion percentage over the pad uh, throughout the season um he in my opinion it's it's just him I, it's him but then I don't be surprised if Kyle Trask from uh Florida gets a look he looks really good too
0: um, I like him you know,
1: Yeah, I like him. He's he's balling
0: I think he'll be a great pro quarterback later on. I just don't see him as, as being a dominant college football, you know.
1: Um, I could, it depends, man. Depends on the team he goes to. If he's stuck with like the Jets, yeah. it's purgatory. But if he's stuck with like a, like a Steelers or, a, um, or like, let's just say he goes to Carolina or something like that. There's a chance. There's a possibility. Uh-huh. Um. I'm, I'm just, yeah, man, I, I don't know about that one. And then, plus, here's, here's another name I'm going to throw out there that we're all not really talking about, and that's uh, De'Eric King, quarterback from Miami. Come on, I man. Him. I love him. He's a baller. He's a stone-cold killer. I think he's actually better than, um, and you're going to – Are, are and- you talking
0: about the same quarterback that got murdered by Trevor Lawrence and the Clemson Tigers? Is that the same quarterback we're talking about? Are you putting him on the same level as Trevor Lawrence? You didn't mention Trevor Lawrence, but you mentioned the guy who got murdered by him?
1: Trevor Lawrence went out and partied on campus and got the coronavirus.
0: So does that make him not a good quarterback in college football?
1: No, that makes him not a Heisman candidate. Oh, come on, man. That is why he is not my Heisman candidate, because he decided to leave his dorm and go party. He's a college athlete. um, We're in a pandemic. Okay. I just got to put that out there. (laughs) I I need to put that out there. I need to make sure everyone knows that um, I'm not high on uh, Trevor Lawrence. As a matter of fact, and I'm going to say this. Oh, Lord. Don't do it. Don't do it. Trevor Lawrence will be this year's Ryan Leaf in the NFL draft. Guaranteed.
0: Come on, man.
1: Guaranteed. Ryan Leaf? He's Ryan Leaf. He's a walking Ryan Leaf with blonde hair. That's it. <laughs> Looks amazing in college. Got the protection. Got, well, some some protection. I mean, he's got a damn good running back who I think doesn't get as much uh, credit as he should. As he should. And Travis Etienne. Um guy from Louisiana from Jennings if I'm not mistaken. And uh um, oh, Bulldogs. Yeah. And um I, I I think that when it's gonna come time for him to go to the NFL, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. I think NFL teams are licking their chops to torch this dude. Come on. Like man. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, in my opinion, will have a better career than Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, I'm telling
0: y'all. Well, it all depends because it looks like he's going to the Jets. If he goes to the Jets, then yes, he is Ron Leaf because anybody's going to be Ron Leaf in New York right now.
1: But this guy's supposed to be the best college quarterback in the past 10 years.
0: I don't care. It's the New York Jets. Okay.
1: All right. Bum, bum, bum Jets. Yes. The bum, bum. Ultra bum, yes. All right, so let's move right along. So let's get into some NFL. All right. So the Saints, oh, my God, on on Sunday night, I don't even know why. I mean, this wasn't even – this was a dragon. Um, The Saints beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints – Drug demolished maimed,
0: brought him back to the back of the woodshed.
1: And the Tom Brady led Buccaneers 38 to three. Fun fact Tom Brady has seven interceptions this season, five of them versus the New Orleans Saints. That is
0: nuts. So it's the first time in his career that he's been swept in his division. Ever. Ever. We're talking about the GOAT here.
1: Exactly. That goes to tell you the AFC East is a bunch of bums. But back to what I was saying. <laughs> Does this say more about the Bucks and their struggles, or are the Saints back in rhythm?
0: People need to relax, man. The Bucks are okay. They, 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 they had a little setback. People said that the first game of the season, like, Oh, they were rusty. The saints caught them off guard. They, you know, they hadn't got their stuff together. Have we forgotten that they, they beat the brakes off the green Bay Packers, which most people believe are right now. The NFC favorites have they forgotten. They beat the brakes off the Las Vegas Raiders. Like this team is a legit team and they're okay. They had a setback. The saints apparently have their number. They, they, you know, they know something other people don't know. But at the end of the day, the Buccaneers still got Chris Godwin. They still got Antonio Brown. They still got Mike Evans. They still have firepower in their in their backfield when you got two legitimate running backs. You still got Gronkowski, and you still got the GOAT. And we all know that defense was doing well before the Saints game. The defense was really stepping up. People were talking about the Bucks defense as a, a legitimate defense as being a top 10 defense. It got exposed this past game. But before that, the people were talking about that. So they just relax. It's going to be okay. The only thing I can think of would be maybe the Antonio Brown effect. The first game of Antonio Brown as, as a Buccaneer, and they just get stomped. You know, I'm not a big Antonio Brown fan. I'm, I'm hoping that's true. I really don't think it is. I think he'll be, I think they'll be okay. I think the next couple games, you'll see them get back in the rhythm they were before. And I think the Bucks will make the playoffs and they'll be a legitimate NFC contender for the Super Bowl. That being said, I think this, this says more about the Saints. The Saints have been struggling all year. They have been without their, their, their leading receiver and Michael Thomas can't guard Mike. For those of you who don't know, The guy is the best receiver in the NFL when he's on, and he has not been on the field. So he has not been on the field since the second quarter of the first game, and they've been without a lot of their starting receivers. They've been playing with practice squad guys, people you've never heard of, Drew Brees has been throwing to. So they finally got everybody back. Taysom Hill is finally getting into a rhythm like he was, you know, 2018, 2019. We finally saw that Taysom Hill again. Yeah, you don't like the truth. I I see that. Anyway, this says more about the Saints. I think the Saints are going to be more in their in their rhythm, in their wheelhouse. Michael Thomas is back. He didn't have a great game, but his effect by himself, him being on the field, meant other people were going to get the ball because people were – they were focused on Michael Thomas to stop Michael Thomas. They didn't want Michael Thomas beating them in the first game he's back. So you you saw Drew Brees throw it. I think they said he threw it to like 11 different receivers in that game. He was getting the ball to everybody, which means that was a great sign because Michael Thomas was being featured on their defense. So at the end of the day, I think the Saints was what showed me a difference this week is the Saints are, are on a roll and the Buccaneers will be fine. They'll bounce back and they'll be back in it.
1: So, the Bucks are in trouble. Come on, man. And I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, the Saints beat you twice in your division, tw- two games, two times. Um, when I look at, I looked at both games, um, and two things stand out to me. Number one, the Bucks cannot protect Tom Brady. If they go up against an elite pass rusher, he's in trouble. Like, extreme trouble. Like, he's going to struggle immensely. Um, And that showed not only against the two two games versus the Saints, but he struggled versus the Bears. Khalil Mike was getting to the backfield at will. Excuse me. I think Tampa struggles because – and the second reason why they struggle is not their front seven. I think their front seven's really good with Jason Pierre-Paul,
0: Vinaveia
1: mm-hmm. who's out right now, um Dez White. Dez uh yeah, Dez White. Dez White. No, um yeah, yeah, Dez White. Go Tigers. And, um, and uh Levante Devin. and Levante David. Awesome front seven. I think they have a really good front seven. And oh, by the way, they also have um Ndamukong suit here's my issue their secondary is terrible if you can protect your QB and give him time in the pocket that secondary is going to get torched
0: did you did you see what they did to to Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers was was rattled he threw two picks Aaron pick-
1: Rodgers was rattled because uh, Green Bay does not have a great offensive line, and the front seven was getting to Aaron Rodgers. That, like, if they're not getting pressure, their secondary is in serious trouble. And all the Saints did was say, hey, look, we're going to protect Drew. Drew, you carve him up. And then why would you send the zone against Drew Brees? <sighs> why? That's like giving. That's like giving a. That, that's like a a fat kid that loves cake. <laughs> Are you serious? Never, ever would you do such a thing. And that's why Drew went off. Um. To me, when when I looked, he at had two hundred
0: twenty yards passing. It's not like he had a four hundred yard per game.
1: But okay, let me break something down. The first time they played. The first time they played the Saints, Tom Brady had a QBR of 40. The second time they played the Saints, he had a QBR of 78. Of all the games they played, those are the two lowest QBRs he's had all season. You get pressure on Brady, he's in trouble. Their left tackle can't protect nothing. He can't protect air if you ask him to. And that's bad. And then when your running game isn't ultra effective, you putting all this pressure on Tom Brady to make things happen. Your offensive line's got to step up. Now, and, and do I think Tampa's in trouble? Yes, I think they're in trouble because if uh, if uh, Byron left, which doesn't make a change, who's the offensive coordinator? If he doesn't make a change to some, some to the game plan i.e. let's get the ball out a little bit quicker to some of our top flight receivers, because you got some good ones, you're in trouble.
0: I honestly think I I do blame Byron Leverage. They had five rushing plays the whole game. Five. That's unacceptable. I don't care if you're down by 21 points. You rush the ball five times in a game. I mean, you literally, I think by halftime, they had rushed the ball two times, three times. Come on, man. You got Leonard Fournette back there. You got Jones. Come on. Five but times. But that tells you,
1: but that tells you that he doesn't trust the offensive line. He doesn't. All right. Now, when I look at the New Orleans Saints, I'm like, man, the offense looks good. The defense looks really good. Um, I still have concerns about the secondary. But the defense looks really good. And I like how they're clicking. I like how they're stopping the run. I like the linebacking core. Um, us picking up Quan Alexander is going to be huge moving forward. Um, do I think the Saints are one of the toughest teams to beat in the NFC? Yes. Also, something else to think about too, um, now that we're on this topic, um, look at New Orleans' schedule. And then look at Tampa Bay's remaining schedule. Yeah. Tampa Bay's got to go through a gauntlet. This week, yes, they got the Carolina Panthers. Everyone's like, oh, Carolina's some some bums. This should be easy w, right? Carolina's probably, in my opinion, is the best three and six team in the NFL. I think they're a pretty good team. I think they're missing one or two pieces. And Teddy Bridgewater, I think, will play much better without having um Christian McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey's a good player but for some odd reason it's just not clicking right now. So I think Carolina is going to give the Bucks some trouble. But like I was saying, they have Car- they have the they have Carolina, they have the Rams, they have they have to they have to host the Chiefs, they have to host Minnesota and then you get the Falcons twice. One and-, and and Detroit. You finish the season with three three easy W's, quote unquote. But you still gotta play the Rams, you gotta you gotta play the Rams. You have to you have to play the Rams, Chiefs, and Minnesota Vikings all at home. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But I'm not worried they're gonna make the playoffs. And I'm not worried about Tom They'll Brady. The, I'm not worried about Tom Brady going on the road and winning the playoffs because Tom Brady is used to playing in cold weather, playing in New England like he did, and they have to find that
1: it's more of if you're not going to win your division, you're going to have to go on the road. Now, are you going to go on the road versus maybe a Philly? Okay, you'll probably win that game. Are you going to have to go on the road against say a Green Bay? Might be a little bit tougher the second time around. Okay, are you going to have to go on the road against a Seattle? That might be a that might be an early exit. Real quick because Russell Wilson not playing in the game, okay? I'd worry about Tampa. I would worry a little bit about Tampa long-term. If things don't change, they could be in trouble. All right. But if I look at the Saints' schedule, on the other hand, I look at their schedule, and I'm like, ooh, buddy, it looks pretty promising, because you got the Falcons, you got the Broncos, Falcons again, Eagles. You got to go to uh, you got to play uh, Kansas City, Vikings, and then the Carolina Panthers. I only see the Saints dropping maybe one of those games.
0: Maybe one. Maybe one. Maybe Two of the
1: most. Two of the most. At least Two
0: one. of The most. Huh? At least one, not maybe one. Okay, They're not I beating Kansas City. At least
1: one. I, at least one. And and to be honest with you, I think they're gonna they're gonna play very hard against that team. And I think that's gonna be the Chiefs. Um I think the uh the Falcons game is gonna be a tough one, but I think they'll win that. Um but and the Vikings game is gonna be tricky, but I think they win that too. So I'm saying a lot of that to say I don't see the Saints struggling as much as the Bucks who are moving forward. All right. I really don't, and and, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, we'll see. So, the Seattle Seahawks got. Speaking of Seattle, they got destroyed by Buffalo this past week. Oh man, ten
0: points is not destroyed, but I'll I'll let you. I'll let you have it.
1: You gave up forty-four points. That's true. They gave up forty-four points. They got. They didn't get. Like Tampa, Tampa got right. They got okay. So, are the the Seattle Seahawks in trouble from a defensive standpoint, or as a whole team? Are the Buffalo Bills a true contender in the AFC?
0: Yeah, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills at this point because, as far as I'm concerned, as long as the Seattle Seahawks have Russell Wilson as their quarterback he will keep them in games. Yes, they're going to have letdowns like they did this past Sunday, but at the end of the day, I want that guy as my quarterback. And as long as I have that guy, it's kind of like the New Orleans Saints, man. No matter what, as long as you got that guy, you're always going to be in games. And Seattle will be in the playoffs. They will be somebody that people are going to have to be scared of. Uh, I know that defense is suspect. I don't know if they can make a long run into the playoffs with that defense the way it is. Uh, But at the end of the day, as long as you have a quarterback that will keep you in games, that can score a lot of points, and you got DK Metcalf, which is turning into the new Megatron. I mean, this guy has blown up this year. So as long as you have those guys out there, uh, I mean, I think they'll still be contenders. Buffalo, on the other hand, Buffalo is somebody who really surprises me. Josh Allen has played up this year. He is he is a gunslinger. Uh, he you know, he's somebody who's going to win you some games and lose you some games. But at the end of the day, he's going to do something. He's out there slinging that ball, running the ball with, with, with the addition of Stefan Diggs. That's huge for Buffalo. He has really opened up that offense. He's made them contenders, somebody to be scared of. And, you know, we all know Buffalo every year year in, year out, has a top 10 defense. That's that, that's their MO in Buffalo. So now that they have an offense that they can rely on with Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, uh, Buffalo is somebody that I would be scared of in the AFC. Uh, I don't put them above Kansas City. I don't put them above Pittsburgh right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they, put some, if they can upset a team like Pittsburgh, though. They're the team that either is going to get blown out by 17 or or they're going to upset you, but they're going to do something because Buffalo Buffalo's offense is really scary. So, I mean, I really, I really think Buffalo is a contender. I I don't think this was a a terrible loss for Seattle because they did lose to somebody who's a a up and coming. They're going to be the new division winners in the AFC East for the first time. in what is it? 10 years, another team will win the division in the AFC East. Um, it could be the Buffalo Bills, or it could be who we talk about next, the Miami Dolphins. But at the end of the day, it would not be the, the New England Patriots. But So I'm, I'm excited to see Buffalo, man. I think Buffalo really is a contender to share.
1: I think what scares me about Seattle is the fact that they have – like, we all know the 49ers are just going to be terrible. And that, in, the, in the AFC West. The, the 49ers are just done. I, I'm going to just say that right now. They're finished.
0: The AFC West. Huh? No, I'm
1: sorry. NFC West. Okay. In the NFC West, I'm so sorry. In the NFC West, we all know the 49ers are done. Yeah. Okay. Um, We all know that the Rams, they're up, down, team, mm-hmm. Kind of middle of the pack.
0: They, people have been sleeping on them. They, they've been quietly decent. Oh,
1: yeah. Quietly decent. Exactly. But what scares me, though, is the fact that they got to play Arizona again. And Arizona, people can say what they want, but Kyler Murray is a different kind of dude, man. And they gave Seattle a lot of trouble. Like, Seattle cannot cover him straight up. Like, they they cannot, like, offensively, it's going to be a shootout right? And it's going to boil down to who gets the ball in the last play. But I don't know. Um, so in terms of Seattle, I like them, but that defense is what's going to be their Achilles heel. I think if they meet like a Saint, like if they got to play like the Saints or if they got to play like a Green Bay or something like that in the playoffs and it comes down to the last possession, I'm guaranteeing um I guarantee you, Sean Payton's not allowing uh, Russell Wilson to beat him at all. Like he will not allow Russell Wilson to get the la- get the ball in the last possession at all. He will do. It. He will slow the game down, and he will say, "Look, your defense is going to have to beat me." Um, maybe, maybe Matt Lafleur. He, Matt, well, let me phrase that. Matt Lafleur won't. Matt Lafleur might be the reason why Green Bay loses in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers will not allow Russell Wilson to get that last, the, the ball last. Because it's, if it's Aaron Rodgers we're talking about, the bad man. Man
0: with Even bad intentions. Allow
1: nobody by the name of Russell Wilson to beat him. So when I talk about, so when we talk about the Bills, right, I love what the Bills are doing. Um, I love the acquisition of Stephon Diggs and, um, The emergence of their defense, playing very consistent football. Um, um, Cole Beasley was a great acquisition as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Josh Allen is a baller. But when I look at their schedule, right, they got the Cardinals. They got to go to Arizona to play the cards. They got to play the Chargers. Chargers, and they will probably beat. They'll definitely beat the 49ers. But watch this. They play the Pittsburgh Steelers in Buffalo, December 13th. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear this first. This could be the AFC Championship preview. Wow. This could be the AFC Championship preview. Something tells me Pat Mahomes is not going to get back to the Super Bowl. I think it's one of these two.
0: Teams. He won't even get back to the AFC Championship.
1: I don't think he will. Wow. I think that I think he's on upset alert. Damn. This is shocking. This is breaking news. But hey, when it happens, I just want everyone to say the franchise. I mean, he's a bad man. He's a great man. <laughs> but anyway, um, Steelers Bills. I, I think this could be an AFC championship preview. I think both teams are very, very, very good uh, defensive teams. Um, I like the Josh Allen versus um, Big Ben comparison, even though Big Ben is hurt, and you know, due to contact tracing, he may have he. I think he might he might play this week. He may play. We'll see. But I like the I like the two of them because they kind of remind me a little bit of each other. Big two, big strong QBs. When Big Ben was younger, he used to take off and run quite a bit, kind of similar to Josh Allen. Accuracy kind of sort of the same because Big Ben used to cost Pittsburgh a lot of games, and, and you know, Josh does the same. So I say that to say I like Pittsburgh. No, I'm sorry. I like Buffalo. I do. But when it comes to Seattle, Seattle's got a Seattle's defense is what's going to be there. Achilles here. Their offense is going to be really good, but their defense is going to scare everybody. Like, their defense is scary. Okay? All right. All right. Oh, my God. I can't believe we were going to talk about this. But um, Tua Tonga-Valova, he's won his last two games. Are we going to come out and say – are we ready to say that the Dolphins – are contenders with Tua. Can I, mean, I just keep this short? Not no, but hell no.
0: I agree. I mean their defense is great. Their defense has kept them in games. Their defense has won them games matter of fact recently, just last week. You know, so I, I think they're a playoff team with the with, with with the adding of an extra playoff team this year with Roger Goodell. Um you know, I think that they'll definitely get in the playoffs, um, but I think they'll be early out. I know people were really impressed with Tua this past week. I wasn't one of them. I mean, he did much better than he did the first game. His first game, as far as I'm concerned, he looked like a third screen, third string quarterback. Uh he this, like
1: some third grader. Well, go ahead. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I mean, this one. I mean, he he's another version of of Kyler Murray, just not as good. Um I root for the guy because it's a good story but at the end of the day I don't think he's ready to to be the league quarterback. I like the Miami Dolphins going forward though because they they are looking really good. They they have taken advantage of of of, of, of the Houston Texans' inability to know how to run a team. And now own their top 5 draft pick. So you, we're looking at a Miami Dolphin team who got a franchise quarterback last year, are much better. They're going to be a playoff team this year and still own a top five pick in next year's draft and a top pick in the second round. So they have four picks in the first two rounds next year's draft. They could pretty much go out there and get anybody they want
1: in a very loaded draft. On top
0: of that, in a very loaded draft, and, and they don't need a quarterback, and that's that that by itself is amazing. Because the thing is, you're not looking for that franchise quarterback. You're not trying to go get Trevor Lawrence. You got who you want, who you, you think is 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 your guy. So now you're you're trying to just build around them, and they can they can do they can do real work in that draft building around Tua. So I think going forward, you know, we could see Miami Dolphins being a, a Super Bowl contender in the next two to three years. How many years? Two to three years.
1: Okay. At about two uh, add about two to three more years on top of Come that.
0: Come on, man. That's
1: a <laughs> lot. You're asking Tua to, to to be a Super Bowl contending QB with subpar wide receivers. Gessick is not even a really good uh tight end, like talking about it. Um who's their running back again? Jordan Howard? Um Who's their running back? No, no. Um, and they're still winning, but but here's the thing they're like to, to, for Tua to win to be a playoff winning quarterback, he's got to make playoff winning throws, he's got to be spot on. He also is going to need a top tier wide receiver. I'm not saying it's going to be next year, okay. I I can't – two years is too long. Like, that's too short. I give him – I think it'll be about a three- to four-year pro- – it'll probably be like a four-year process. If not, if they don't – if they make the playoffs this year, it'll be good for him and his growth. Next season, they may make the playoffs. Again, with all those picks that they'll pick up, you know, from – you know. Uh, and don't
0: underestimate the, the fact that they're in Miami, Florida – that is a great destination for free agents. Pe- people, if they actually had a team that's, that's, there, that's, that's people the would go there. Region. South that's
1: the, that's the worst place to go. Why would I, listen, if I'm a football Why player, would you
0: move to Miami, Florida? Are you kidding me?
1: Wait, why would I go to Miami? If I want to win, why would I go to a place?
0: To a playoff where, team?
1: Where would I want, why would I want to go to a place With sunny skies, multiple strip clubs, Rick Ross, um, um, you know, oranges and hurricanes. I'm not doing it. So, if I'm a team, if if I'm a free agent, do I want to win or do I want to, you know, make it rain and have a good time? Pick your poison. All right. So, um, at this point, who are your midseason favorites to go to the Super
0: Bowl? Um, as far as I'm concerned, the NFC, uh, I mean, I'm a Saints fan. Anybody who knows me, if you look behind me, part of the Houdat Nation. Um, but right now, if I'm being an unbiased uh, sports journalist, uh, I, I, I got to go with the Green Bay Packers in the NFC right now. Uh, at the end of the day, They still have Aaron Rodgers. Fix your face. Fix your face. (laughs) It's Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay Packers because if they get home field advantage, I don't see anybody going to Green Bay and winning up there in the winter months, in the snow, in the ice. I don't see Drew Brees doing it. I mean, I I could see Russell Wilson, but like you said, that that defense is so suspect that I, I wouldn't trust it. I don't see a team like the Rams doing it. I don't see Philadelphia doing it. The only team I could see would be Tampa in in the in the snow because, you know, Tom Brady is used to that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, if I were to have a favorite, it's got to be the Green Bay Packers. And then in the AFC, I mean, I, I still got to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. At the end of the day, they are the champions until somebody knocks them off, and they have been They've been playing with people, man. Have you seen some of the plays they've been running? Like, they're really just playing with people at this point. They are so great that they're just running things just because they can. Kansas City City is well above any other team right now in the AFC, including the the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are not as good as their record shows. They are suspect. They would not be in the AFC Championship. And the Kansas City Chiefs will go to the Super Bowl. So, um,
1: after tonight's show, I will be posting a a Craigslist um, request for a new host. Um, My host has lost his mind. (laughs) Um, Here's my issue. I look at Green Bay and I say to myself, okay, Tampa Bay beat them because they got to they got to Aaron Rodgers okay the Saints lost to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in week two if I'm not mistaken I I trust Sean Payton to make adjustments from that first game I don't see Aaron Rodgers beating the Saints twice in the same season at all um I don't trust Seattle's um, defense at all. Um, Anybody, any team in the NFC East is, I mean, they're just pretty much suspect trash, whatever you want to call it. Dumpster fire. Hot garbage. Okay. Um, But I look at the Saints and I'm just like, okay, everything is right where you, good quarterback, running back's playing very well. Offensive line is fairly healthy while receiving core is back. Um, the, the defense looks pretty good. Getting some pack, getting some, um, some pressure. Um, linebacking core looks really good stopping the run. Secondary is playing pretty well. And oh, by the way, they're on a five-game winning streak. Outside the Steelers, they have one of the longer winning streaks in the in the National Football League. I'm saying a lot of this to say that I think if the New Orleans Saints continue to play at the pace that they're playing, barring injury, they're going to the Super Bowl. And on the AFC, I, mean, I hope you're right. I I, I know too. Mm-hmm. I, I believe the same. on On the AFC side of the house. I'm looking, and I'm like, I think the Chiefs, while they're toying with people, I think they're going to get clipped. Um. I think the Steelers, because of their experience, because Big Ben knows how to win games and how to keep his team in line and in check, and, that, and the way their defense is playing, T.J. Watt is on one. If T.J. Watt, bro, if he's not – in the running for defensive player of the year, we got real life issues. Um, I like the Steelers. And I also like the Bills, like I mentioned. But in the end, I can definitely see.
0: So do you think the Titans are out of it?
1: I think so. And I'm going to tell you why. Ryan Tannehill is going to ruin it for him. If Ryan, if the ball, if the game is on the line and you had to choose between Big Ben or, or Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is gonna ruin it. If you had to put all your okay, so Pat Mahomes, Ryan Tannehill, Big Ben um, um, Josh Allen, and shoot, Lamar Jackson. Who do you who who's the one quarterback you least trust? Ryan Tannehill. Thank you. In discussion. The defense rest so <laughs> there you go i to me i i like i like what the steelers are doing i i this may be a setup for big ben versus drew b super bowl winner decides to retire okay now let's go and let's go ahead oh at the half oh i forgot about this topic very interesting at the half point at the halfway point of the season who's your rookie of
0: the year it's pretty easy for me um it's not the guy putting up the most numbers it's not the guy that used to play for my my favorite team the LSU tigers oh it's not joe Burrow. oh
1: my god please do not say nothing
0: crazy it's justin Damn. herbert justin herbert is my rookie of the year thus far Man,
1: stop no no he's not he's not
0: winning games but he is keeping every Every game comes down to the end, and he has been competitive in every single game this year. Thus far, he has surpassed my expectations by far. I didn't see him as an NFL quarterback coming into the draft.
1: If he has proved me wins rookie of the year. I will send you 20 pounds of Boudin from Best Stop.
0: You heard it here first, guys. It's it, this is recorded, guys, this is it's put all over Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere the social can. media is.
1: We're not on OnlyFans the fans yet, but you all hear first. This dude, will. if Justin Herbert wins rookie of the year, I will buy 20 pounds of boudin for, for just Justin Martin. There is no way possible this dude is winning rookie of the year over Joe
0: Burrow. Come on, Justin. Do it for Justin. I, I'm, I'm ready for some boudin down here in Texas. Oh, my God. This dude is going to make you so mad. But anyway...
1: <laughs> you, you know, like I look at I look at uh Joe Burrow and he's balling. He's balling on a terrible team. They both ter- they both play on terrible teams. But if you look at Joe Burrow, he's putting up better numbers. No
0: they're also passing more in, in, in Cincinnati. I mean, they're literally passing the ball 80% of the time in Cincinnati. He's having to throw the ball forty over 40 times a game. I mean, of course, he's going to put up better numbers. I mean, they're throwing him out there to the wolves, whereas out there in, in, in Los Angeles, they have more of a balanced offense, and this guy's actually he's keeping him in games. In the last two games, he's lost the game in the last second. I mean, this guy is on the verge. he. he could easily have a winning record right now if if it wasn't Good. for an inch here, an inch there. I mean, and, and he if, is really balling. If it was
1: a fifth, we'd all be drunk. So guess what? I got, look, I got Joe Burrow. Look, you look. I I will gladly send you twenty pounds worth of Budan to your house. It will be on your doorstep. I will, and look, I'll even go a step further. I will rush deliver it if Justin Herbert wins. Yeah. Won. It yeah was like they deliver if <laughs> Justin Herbert wins rookie of the year. There's no way that dudes won it. If he wins it, I, I'm gonna be like, no, nah, I'm I'm you know what? If he wins it, I'm are, are, you, gonna wanna, are you gonna want are you gonna want a recount? recount. <laughs> I wanna recount. <laughs> I wanna recount.
0: Voter fraud, voter fraud.
1: Voter fraud. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our <laughs> week 10 picks. All right. So, on, uh, on Thursday night, we got the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Tennessee to take on um, Derrick Henry
0: and the Tennessee Titans. Who we got? Man, this was a tough one, man. Indianapolis is just one of those sneaky teams that are getting better and better, and, and people aren't really noticing them. Um, I'm not big on on, on on Phillip Rivers. Never been a Phillip Rivers fan. Uh, he has been doing his thing in Indianapolis this year really, really quietly. Um, but at the end of the day, I really think Tennessee pulls this one off. Uh, I, I think Derrick Henry has has had some struggles in the last couple of weeks. He hasn't been dominating like he has lately. And, and, and low key, uh, people have been putting, you know, Davin Cook as, as the best running back in the NFL. And I think it's been, you know, kind of disrespectful to Derrick Henry, and, you know, King Henry down there in Tennessee, who's, who's, as far as I'm concerned, still the best running back in the NFL. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get Tennessee. Um, I think Tennessee takes this one. I think it's a close game. I think it comes down to a field goal at the end of the game. So I'm I'm gonna put it like a a 23-20 kind of game. Tennessee.
1: Um, I think this is gonna be a 10-point win um, by Tennessee as okay. well. I I think that uh, Phillip Rivers is gonna play a very good football game, um, especially coming off of uh, that. Not so great game versus uh, Baltimore. I think Tennessee is going to show up. Tennessee is going to show up on Thursday night. I got Tennessee winning 27-17. Okay. Um, Next game we got up, we got the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers who just got drugged by Drew Brees and them Saints going to Carolina to take on Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina
0: Panthers, who we got without Christian McCaffrey. Without Christian McCaffrey, uh, I got Tampa Bay thrashing Carolina in this game. I think this is a game that, you know, Tampa Bay, after they lost to the Saints, they came out and started thrashing other teams like the Green Bay Packers, like the Las Vegas, you know, Raiders. I think this is a, a game where Tom Brady is pissed off. He had the biggest loss in his whole. Hall of Fame career, the GOAT career. He had the biggest loss of his whole career, 35-point loss, and got swept in the division. This guy feels disrespected. It's not going to happen this week. He will beat the brakes off the Carolina Panthers. I think Antonio Brown gets... You know, get some catches. I think he goes off for a, a good 70, 80 yards. I think Mike Evans, who felt disrespected by by Lattimore's comments this past week by getting no receptions this past week. And and Lattimore had him in check both games this year. So I think Mike Evans feels disrespected. Uh, I, I think this is gonna be this is gonna be easy. a, a good 20-point victory over the Carolina Panthers. I think they win 30 to 10. Oh.
1: Man, so disrespectful. Um, I actually think this is going to be a, a, a much closer game. Um, yeah, this is going to be a much closer game. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to come out and play fairly well. I think the secondary of uh, Tampa Bay is going to get exposed again. Um, in the end, I think Tampa Bay wins this game 31-28. Uh, to 28. Very close game. Um, But it's going to come down to the to, to the kicking game. Next game we got up. Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers travel to South Beach to take on Tua Tonga Valoa.
0: Don't be disrespectful. It's not Justin Herbert. It's future rookie of the year, Justin Herbert. Get his name right.
1: Justin Herbert. <laughs> and... <laughs> and the Los <laughs> Angeles Chargers travel up <laughs> travel down to South Beach to take on Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. A battle of two um first round draft picks in this past
0: year's draft. Who we got? It's tough because if I if I'm picking offenses you know it's easy for me. It's the Chargers by by far. If I'm picking quarterbacks, it's the Chargers by far. It's it's, it's no contest, but man that Miami defense is nice, uh, and, they, and they win games by themselves. That's how nice they are. Um, but I, I really think that the Chargers going to pick up this win. I think Tua gets his first loss of the season, uh, and I, I think it's, it's a game that where Justin Herbert can actually come out there and, and, and solidify his, uh, his rookie of the year campaign uh, over another top rookie that people are talking about this year. Uh, so I think Justin Herbert comes out there and wins the game. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I see it being a 17-10 game chargers. Tua wins three games in a row.
1: I believe defense is wow. winning games. game. Offense sells tickets. Justin Herbert will be on his back at least five times. Um I'm not a huge fan of the Charter defense. I got Miami winning this game, 27-17. Come on, man. Next game we got up, we got Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills going up against Colin Murray
0: and the Arizona Cardinals. Who we got? This is a must-see TV game here. This is going to be a gunslinger. Flat out shootout kind of a game. Um, I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, anytime you got two guys who can run the ball and throw the ball and 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 sling that ball out there, I, I think it's going to make for a really good game. Um, I still, at the end of the day, I like Buffalo's defense better than I like Arizona's defense. I'm not really sold on the Arizona's defense at all. I mean, they gave up all those points to Tua. At the end of the day, man, if, if if you if you give up points to somebody who I think should be a third string quarterback right now, uh you have no respect from just Justin. So I I, I like what they're doing in Buffalo. I think Buffalo wins this game, and I think they win the game by at least 10 points. I'm I'm looking at a, a 30 to 20 kind of game, Buffalo.
1: Um if you like if you like to you know turn on your playstation or xbox however you like it right and just pass the football 60 times this is your type of game okay um i got i like buffalo in this game but buffalo's gonna have to tighten down on the defensive side um and they may have to uh, get a spy out there for um for Kyler. Kyler Murray. In order to, yeah, in order in order to um to be Kyler Murray in this um in this Arizona offense. But I, I like I like Buffalo. I, I think they're they're the team that can run the football, they can slow the game down, they can speed it up as needed. I got Buffalo winning. Um I think this is gonna be more of a 14 point win. Um Buffalo wins wow. uh I I give it a, a 31 to 17 win.
0: Okay, that's pretty easily. Next
1: game we got up, we got Seattle. Russell Wilson, the MVP candidate, and the Seattle Seahawks travel to L.A. to play the Los Angeles
0: Rams. Who we got? See, I'm really tempted to pick an upset in this game here um, and pick the Rams Rams because the Rams have been really sneaky good, and people have not been talking about the Rams. Uh, but all they've been doing is just staying in that playoff hunt and winning games. Um, but at the end of the day, I'd rather have Russell Wilson on my team than uh, than to have Jared Goff. So I'm, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. I think I think the defense finally steps up and, 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 and helps win a game. Uh, I think it's going to be like a 31-24 kind of a game. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, man.
1: I think that I actually like the matchup of DK Metcalf versus um, Jalen Ramsey this week. I think that's going to be a damn good matchup. Mm -hmm. Two grown men going at each other's throat. Um, I like Seattle. I do. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think if because Seattle's defense just hasn't gotten together, and I don't trust the Rams, on the defensive side, either. I think Seattle wins this game 35 to no, I'm sorry, 38-35. Wow. Um, um, Jared, oh, you hear it first, and I'm gonna give you guys a fancy um sleeper. If you got any of the Rams wide receivers, please start them. Yes. If you got Cooper <laughs> Cup, if you got uh Robert Woods. If you got, um, but, but
0: but but you know that's not always true because everybody said to start anybody you have on the Pittsburgh Steelers team last last week against the Dallas Cowboys defense. And- well,
1: whoever made that prediction was foolish. Um, <laughs> yeah, whoever made that prediction was foolish. Um, but in this t- in this case, if you got a uh, wide receiver on the Rams, please start him. If you got uh, Gerald Everett, please start him. Do, don't start their running backs. Do not start the Rams running backs. Start their wide receivers or tight ends. Okay? And the last game we got up, we got the Monday Nighter. The Minnesota Vikings traveled to the Windy City to take on the Chicago Bears.
0: Who we got? The Bears. Who we got? The Bears. This is an easy one, and this is an easy upset one for me. Chicago is not as good as their record shows, and Minnesota is not as bad as their record shows. Dalvin Cook, there has been no better player in the NFL in the last two weeks than Dalvin Cook. He has averaged over 200 yards a game in scrimmage yards, rushing and receiving. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> to all of you in the MBS Central League, I own them. Oh, you own them, huh? <laughs> to, to all of you and to all of you who, who, you know, shout out to Antonio, shout out to True Essence Sports Junkie, shout out to Yvonne, um, Keo, all of you people who would like to make a trade for who who I've wanted to make a trade for Dalvin Cook, shame on you. Shame on you. You know better than that. That's why I'm the franchise, baby. That's why I'm the franchise, baby.
0: Keep going. And we're tied for second in the league right now, just letting you know. I'm coming. I'm coming. But anyway, speaking of Chicago and Minnesota, Minnesota this game is easy for me. Kirk Cousins has struggled early in the year. He's finally starting to get a rhythm now. Justin Jefferson out there. Dalvin Cook, man. Dalvin Cook, man, He if he's not a, the best running back in the league, he is a top three running back in the league right now. This guy, has, as long as he stays healthy, he has been a force on that field. And I don't think Chicago's going to have an answer for him. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't trust David Montgomery, who I have on my fantasy football team. But, uh, yeah, Chicago, Chicago is not going to win this game. It's going to be an easy game for Minnesota. I I see them winning by at least 14 points. I think it's 28-14 game Minnesota.
1: I got the uh, Minnesota Vikings winning this game. Um, You know, Justin, the last time someone said they were coming, I had a pillow waiting for them. So I put them to sleep, you know. Okay. You know, know, early bedtime for some people, man. This This is what's needed. But um, I, I, you know, I like the Minnesota Vikings. Their defense is going to come to play to step up. I think they get about four to five sacks on Nick Foles. Um, Chicago's, I, I, I just, I don't, there's no identity there. So I, I think Minnesota's going to, yeah, they're going to run, they're going to run crazy. Um, they're going to run the football pretty much at will. A lot of screen game. Watch, if you have Dalvin Cook, He might have about five to seven catches in addition to his twenty carries. Do
0: you think this is the game that they could put Mitchell Trubisky back in?
1: No, Mitchell Trubisky's out for about um, four to six. Oh, oh, that's right. He got injured. That's right. That's right. No, he's um. Now Mitchell Trubisky is about to be working at um your local (laughs) grocery store. Yeah, I
0: thought I thought he was gonna to sell you your next truck, Trubisky uh, Motors.
1: He could, he could very. very Travisky Ford. Yeah, yeah, just as long as he don't sell me a lemon, like his shoulder is a lemon. (laughs) All right. All right, now let's go ahead and get into our final topic of the night. And this is about breaking news. Russell Westbrook wants out of Houston. What are your thoughts? And what what destination do you think? will be a
0: great fit for Russell Westbrook. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, this is, like, the perfect scenario for the Golden State Warriors. They have the number two pick in the draft, and now they have a superstar, a former MVP, who wants out because he wants to win a championship? We're better than the Golden State Warriors. They They can develop the greatest super team ever. No. If they were to get Westbrook, no. Curry, come on, man. This is this is this is,
1: no. is a
0: is, 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 is a heaven sent gift to the Golden State Warriors. Because my if I had a God. choice between drafting wiseman versus getting a former MVP, oh my God. I'm trying to
1: win now. I cannot believe I'm I'm hearing this in front of my ears right this moment. Russell Westbrook will never wear anything yellow ever. Russell Westbrook cannot coexist with another ball dominant guard. He's he wants to be a floor general. He is not that will never work. It will never ever 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 ever, ever work. Russell Westbrook with Steph Curry and and Klay Thompson is man that oh my god that that's like the man if Golden State does that nonsense I'm not watching basketball because it just wouldn't even work Draymond Green would probably slap Russell Westbrook but but who but who
0: has the assets right now that's a contender. To that 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 could give Houston a, a fair trade that that Westbrook would would agree to be traded to
1: so there's a couple teams right now I feel like Westbrook would be a great um would would be a great four um one being the New York knicks um, the knicks he would
0: leave the Houston Rockets for the New York Knicks are you kidding me you
1: why i'm gonna tell you why.
0: Come on man. I'm Ain't gonna nobody going. I'm going
1: to tell you why.
0: We hear this it's crap every simple. year everybody wants to go to the Knicks. Nobody's it's, going to the Knicks.
1: It's it's very simple. Okay? The Knicks have the assets. Russell Westbrook could go to a team where he could be the floor general. He's the face of the franchise. I and lose. Say, it, yeah, he's going to lose a lot of games. <laughs> now the next team I'm looking at, and I'm I, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, I don't see this happening, but I could see it. It's a possibility. Philadelphia. And I'm going to tell you why. If Philly wanted to get rid of Ben Simmons, this is your time. Yeah. If Philly's if, if you want to get a guy that could come in, be a floor general, and let Joel Embiid play, like play, you know, from like play outside, like off, like off the ball and away from the rim. This is your guy. Okay. I, I
0: see I, I see him coexisting with Joe and B. I think that'd be a good combination with the two. And and if I'm Philadelphia, I would take that trade. I would trade Ben Simmons right. for Russell Westbrook. Right. And oh man, the the last team I could see
1: that's willing to pull it off and it wouldn't even hurt them so much. Actually, it would help them a whole lot. And this might catapult them to being a playoff team. <laughs> Talking
0: about believe the Pelic- the Pelicans. You're saying it. It is the Pelicans. It's and
1: the they want to get they they
0: want to get rid of Holiday. He's this on the trading
1: is, block. If if you trade Drew Holiday for Russell Westbrook straight up in a pick. It's a great deal. It's an awesome deal.
0: I, they're they're gonna want more than Holiday. I, I would say Holiday, maybe Jackson Hayes, uh yeah. and and some other pieces. Uh, but I, he's not going straight up for Holiday. That's not gonna happen. I mean, they're not the same caliber player. They're just not. Okay, but
1: I, I like I. In order for Russell Westbrook to succeed, he needs to be on a team where he's the floor general. He's the guy. And also, actually, New Orleans might not work because him and Lonzo Ball won't be able to coexist together. Um,
0: As far as I'm concerned, they can can get rid of Lonzo Ball.
1: Now that I'm thinking about it, I would actually do this. I would go to the Clippers. Watch
0: this. Them again.
1: Watch this. Watch this. This is actually a great deal. And everyone listening – Y'all might want to call Doc Rivers and tell him, make this move. I would sign and trade Montrezl Harrell to the Clippers. And, and I would sign and trade Montres Harrell and, um, and Patrick Beverly to, the, uh, to, the, to Houston and possibly maybe a pick, if you still got picks, to Houston for Russell Westbrook. Contracts met, so Montrez Harrell is going to cost an uh, arm and a leg to keep. Why not let him go? You have Patrick Beverly on a long term deal. You go and let him go and put him alongside James Harden, who doesn't, who needs to play with a guard that doesn't need the ball all the time, but also a defensive
0: presence. Your thoughts? I just don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. It's not, it's not a fair trade as far as I'm concerned. But I mean, I, I like the Philadelphia one. Honestly, I think that's the best scenario for the situation. I think Houston could get back a good piece and then Simmons. Um, so, I mean, I honestly think that'd be over the, over the Warriors. My, my first pick, I, I do think that the, the, Man, don't make
1: that a pick, man. That should not be a pick. That that Warriors pick is terrible. Like for Golden State to make that move, it's gotta literally be like we're we're going for Gusto, and we want five guards on the floor. And Draymond Green is playing the five. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go a step further. And you hear first, Golden State's drafting James Wiseman with the second pick. And guess what's gonna happen? They're gonna they're coming back. They're going. They're, actually, I'll go a step further. Golden State's going to win the West next year. You hear it first. They're uh-huh. being LeBron and and the Lakers, guaranteed. Okay, we'll see. Yes. With that being said, Justin, let's go ahead and get to the shoutouts.
0: Man, shout out to uh, of course it being Veterans Day. Shout out to all the veterans once again. Uh, we appreciate all your this I do. Uh, shout out to the the NBS viewers out there, uh, people who watch every week. You know who you are. Uh, shout out to the NBS crew, two X Sports Guy. Uh, Keo Jasper you got the new guy Chris check him out he's got a great show in college football we had a new guy John check him out he's got a great uh, NFL show almost every day uh, you got Mike Larson with Larson Live check him out I think it's every Friday it maybe changing next week but he's got a great show out there check out the lineup man we are we are really doing things out there um, so check us out a, a bunch of great shows and shout out to you Jasper man you know I I love doing a show with you every week. You're always wrong. It just makes me look better. And I appreciate you for that. Thank you. God, this guy, man.
1: Justin, I, I appreciate, you know, doing the show with you. you. You are, you know, your, your presence is always um, a blessing. Um, shout out to um, all of our first responders. Shout out to everyone out there. Um, all of our military members, all of, all the, all the people in the hospitals. Um, shout out to our MBS crew. Um, you know, although everyone knows, you know, True Exit Sports Junkie, Keo, um, Mike, myself, um, Marlon, Justin, you know, the whole crew. I just want to let y'all know we got some new talent with new energy um, even though we got great energy, we got new talent with new energy with with some great thoughts. Check these guys out, man. That's all I'm going to say. Chris, Chris is going to be very, very special. I, I got it. I, I think Chris is going to, yeah, Chris is going to be really good. Um, John, John's, John, John's going to make some people head spin. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. Um, so I just want to say, Hey, look, check, check this out. Definitely check this out. Um, you know, again, it was another great show. Um, I want to leave you guys with, with these parting words, you know, some motivational words, man. Um, you know, in life, you know, they say the, um, you know, there's the easy road and the hard road, right? Um, you know, a lot of times people try to take the easy road because it's easy. Right, but there's no life lessons behind the easy road. Sometimes you gotta take the hard road because although it's less traveled, there's a lot of life lessons that you can learn along that hard road, and it'll build you and mold you into a great and successful person. So, um, with that being said, guys, we enjoy. Um, for just Justin, um, aka the Boudin King. <laughs> AKA, Aka, I am. I'm 85 percent wrong, 15 percent right. Um, I am.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eat me a pop tart and enjoy my 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 success on this show uh, after being 100 percent right. So
1: for just, I'm gonna Justin, make it a, a
0: strawberry pop tart to be exact. Let's go.
1: For just Justin, <laughs> I am Mr. Franchise signing off. You guys take care. Have a great win. Have a great Wednesday evening. And Peace. happy
0: Veterans Day. Peace.